Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church of That Walls International, CWOWI.org. We're a house church network uh, celebrating the gathering of the saints by meeting in homes, rotating uh, homes and rotating who leads. It's not a miniature of the auditorium. It's taking responsibility. It's not sermon oriented. It's it's like a family get together every week, and uh, and you've got that network of support. It's it's the way they did it in the early church, and it's a blessing. So visit our website cwowi.org. Sign up for my weekly thoughts, which is a weekly teaching that comes out by email every Friday U.S. time, and it's in there in the headers of those that we put in announcements about our Zoom online meetings, our conferences, and travels and such. So anyway, visit us cwowi.org. Today, talking about boundaries. You know, the Lord established the first boundaries. It is a godly thing to establish boundaries in your life. In in Genesis chapter 2, we're told that God planted a garden, and then he put Adam and Eve in it. That established the first boundaries. This was an area where they were to raise their family, where they were to live and, and cultivate the crops, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it was a, a garden has boundaries. And so that's where Adam and Eve lived. So God established the boundaries for the family and for the home. So when we're talking about establishing boundaries in life, we're talking about the limits to your your morals, your ethics, where you will go, where you won't go, establishing that within yourself. So we see that right off, right at the start in the Garden of Eden, that there was a boundary. There was a garden that God made and put Adam and Eve in it and gave them responsibilities to take care of it. That hasn't changed. You and I have our lives, our own quote unquote garden, and it's up to us to to guard, to protect, to cultivate it, uh, to develop it. That has not changed. Furthermore, we're told in Acts chapter 17, from verse 24 on to about oh, 30 or 31 or so, um, that Paul said that God, in verse 24, he said, God doesn't live in a building made with hands, but he has out of one blood, out of one man, created all the people on the earth. And he deter- and he created nations and determined the boundaries of those nations in the times that they would rise and fall. So the Lord established not only the first boundaries with Adam and Eve and said, you guys protect these boundaries, develop what's inside of it. Uh, but he then said he created nations and determined the times that they would rise and fall in Acts chapter 17 from verse 24 on. So the, the biggest problem that a lot of Christians have is that they haven't established their boundaries or they violate their boundaries or they don't realize that they are not a doormat that they both have authority uh, within their own free will, that neither God nor the devil can violate their free will. They don't realize perhaps they've been, have just passed over the teaching where Jesus said, in my name, you will cast out demons. You know, in my name, you will lay hands on the sick. You don't pray about a demon. If somebody is is attacking you uh, and you perceive that they are demonically influenced and you say, man, that's just a demonic attack. That's not a personality uh, disorder. That's not a, uh, uh, you know, they just don't like you sort of thing. It's not a territorial thing at work. There is a demon motivated, uh, motivating that person. Then do what Jesus said. First, you have to establish a backbone. You have to establish your boundaries and then do what Jesus said and what he gave you. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirit operating through so-and-so, my coworker, and I command that attack to stop and I cast you out of the situation. And now, Father, I pray for that person that you would have mercy on them and you would show them their ways and show them their errors that they would be honest with themselves, that there is no reason for this attack against me. And I ask that you send your angels and protection against me. 
And you can do that because you have done what Jesus said to do, which is take authority over demonic forces and command them out, cast them out. And then you can ask the Father for help. But all of that is an act of establishing your boundaries. It's an act of establishing your limits. What does a boundary do? Well, let me put, put let me, before I go there, let me establish this. People violate their boundaries all the time because they are not secure enough within themselves. They they don't realize how loved they are. And so when there's the pressure of circumstances or, or people's opinions, they just crumble like a house of cards. And so, you know, Mark chapter four, verse uh, about verse 17 or so, uh, 17, 18, 19, Jesus talks about this, that a person who who has no root in themselves, they have no um, no root, no establishment, no firmness within themselves. They crumble at affliction or persecution. That is the, the pressure of circumstances or another person's opinion. And Ephesians chapter three, verse 17 tells us the root, that we are to be rooted and grounded in unconditional love. And so when a person is not rooted and grounded, when they don't know the love of Christ, when they don't know that they have Christ in them, the hope of glory, and that they and Christ in them make a majority in any situation, when they don't know that, they crumble. They have no root in themselves. They, they crumble and, and fall apart at the pressure of circumstances or another person's opinion. And so what happens is people will, having violated or not established their boundaries, they'll seek after, um, let's say, sexual experiences, thinking that maybe this next relationship will be the one. You know, maybe it's an adrenaline junkie thinking if I just climb this mountain or run this race or whatever the case is, that'll be the next one to empty this or this uh, to fill the emptiness inside or to establish that boundary, that fullness within me. Or maybe it's a financial risk or something like that. They're looking to surround themselves with toys, you know, all the possessions of life. And they think that's going to fill the emptiness on the inside. And it doesn't because they haven't, they're not rooted and grounded in love. And so they, they, they don't know about their boundaries. Uh, what does a boundary do? Well, God established, again, the Garden of Eden and Adam and Eve in it. So it established limits. It uh, defines the limits for others. And it defines the, the it, a boundary not only defines the limits for yourself and for others, but it uh, expresses the conditions by which they may approach your boundaries. In other words, let's say you've got a group of people and they're going to go do something and that's getting close to your boundary. You don't want to go do that. You establish that boundary. You've got the backbone because you're rooted and grounded in love. You were raised in a loving home. You know you're loved unconditionally by the Father, whatever the case is. Maybe you weren't raised in a loving home, but you've gotten to know the Father God and know that you're unconditionally loved. And you know that that group is about to do something that would violate your boundaries. You back off and you say, I'm not going there. I'm not going to do that. You're communicating to others the the grounds by which they may have a relationship with you. A boundary establishes how others may interact with you. And it keeps unsafe people at a distance. And it and it, it weeds out people because if you establish those boundaries, then the only ones who are uh the ones who are hungry enough to want a relationship with you are the ones who will will understand and respect your boundaries and therefore approach with that understanding and have a relationship with you according to those boundaries that you have stated. Um, it's a noticeable sign to others that they are approaching a boundary in your life and that you're not going to violate it. Um, boundaries lead to healthy relationships. Uh, how many teenagers uh, don't establish boundaries and they're pressured by one or the other 
you know, friends or whatever, no matter what the experience is, you know, that teenagers are, are tempted with. If a, if a teenager knows themselves and knows their boundaries, they will establish that. They'll have the backbone. They won't crumble under the pressure of circumstances or people's opinions. They will, they will establish their boundaries. They will state their boundaries. And if anybody wants to have a relationship with them, it will weed out everybody else who doesn't. So it's necess boundaries are necessary for, for successful finances, successful career. Uh, it, it, it's, it's necessary because if you violate your boundaries, you, you face un, unintended consequences. Um, people sacrifice their own identity, uh, because of that, because they haven't established their, their own boundaries. So, uh, this is part one because next week I want to talk about part two of this, but I want you to consider this in, in, uh, second Corinthians 10 from verses 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Uh, 10, 2 Corinthians 10, verses 12 through 16. Paul talks about this and he says, those who compare themselves with others, those who compare themselves with themselves are not wise. So establishing a a person who's insecure and hasn't established their boundaries will always be insecure wondering about other people and how they measure up to others. Oh, I wish I could be like so-and-so because they haven't established who they are in Christ and the boundaries. Uh, everything requires a boundary. But uh, Christians go into it and they're unsure of that. They're unsure. Uh, the Lord will meet you within those those confines. Anyway, I'm, I'm, let, me, let me get back to what I was saying. Second Corinthians 10. That's why there's going to be a part two. Uh, Paul said this. He said, he said, I don't want to. He called it in the Greek, it's a sphere. That is a sphere of influence. Some translations will say a field of influence. Paul was saying, I've been given a field or I've been given a sphere of influence to work. This is my life, which God has given me. And I don't want to violate or step on, uh, on the boundaries of someone else's sphere of influence. He said, but I just want to work uh, in, in what God has given me. And he writes to the Corinthians and he said, this sphere of influence has extended to include you in there. And so you, uh, a person who, uh, who has established their sphere of influence, who has established their boundaries, knows, uh, who is included in those boundaries and who is not. And you may have to interact with somebody at work and maintain a work relationship, but you don't allow the boundary to get beyond that work relationship. And so it goes. Um, uh, you know, boundaries help us seek after the Lord. They help us seek after our, according to our identity and purpose. Um, they help us find the Lord. In Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through um, 25, 26 through 29, Paul said this. He said, God doesn't live in a boundaries or excuse me, <laughs> God doesn't live in a temple made with hands, but he lives inside of each one of us. And he says that God established the nations in the times that they would rise and fall in the hope to complete his thought in the hope that these nations would would feel after him and find him so boundaries are established by god so that we can feel after him and find him in other words that's a king james translation in other words you can work your way through life and find god within your life he he doesn't live in a building made with hands he lives in you and he wants you to to find out the boundaries and find him within those boundaries adam and eve were placed in the garden and that established a boundary that established a home for them and they walked and talked with god within the confines of those boundaries and there's great freedom within those boundaries as well it's not it doesn't doesn't limit you in any way, it, it, it's the place of your strength. 
And so anyway, in part two, I want to get into this a little more. There's a great example in the Old Testament of people who misunderstood the boundaries. And that happens in the Christian life where you establish boundaries and people get upset because they want to violate your boundary. It's okay if they're upset. It's okay. Don't let them cross over your boundaries. Uh, but 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 there are misunderstandings that can happen, and we want to get into that in Scripture uh, later, and I'll do that next week. So for this week, think about this. Boundaries define your limits. They define the limits for others. They determine the conditions by which others may approach your life. And anyone who, who wants to violate your boundaries and doesn't respect you and honor you and, and honor your morals and your ethics and your spiritual stance and where you stand, then they're not worthy of becoming your friend. And and you establish your boundaries and you take authority over demonic forces uh, that come against you. you. You grow that backbone. You have that strength of will to say, these are my boundaries. It's protection. This is what I'm going to, how I'm going to live. And you do that and you can have successful life, successful relationships. We'll talk more about it next week. So John Finn, CWOWI.org. Visit us at our website. Sign up for my weekly thoughts. And, uh, and anyway, uh, God bless you and we'll talk to you next week.